Hello, motherfunkers. Hi, guys. How's it going? How's it really doing? Um, Shirley and I did a gig this week in Blackheath, which, for those of you who don't know, is where we are from, where we grew up. And we did it at the Clarendon Hotel, which was a, is a massive hotel on the Heath that I've I've never actually been into, Shirley. It was very odd. Wasn't it? it was a very odd gig, very odd venue. It's like one of those, you know, anyone who knows Blackheath will know it's one of those um, iconic spots. It's the Clarendon Hotel. It's been there for donkeys, along with All Saints Church on the Heath. Uh, I have a bit of history with the Clarendon Hotel, not directly, not directly, but indirectly, because my parents, um, when they got married, they didn't have a home in London because neither of them were from London. You know, my mother was from Palestine, well, Jordan, because she got booted out of Palestine, but we won't talk about that. And um, my father was from Ireland and had met my mother in Jordan, actually. So when they got married, they didn't have a home. So they moved into the Clarendon Hotel on Blackheath and they just lived there. They lived there until they did purchase their first home in Lee Green, which was just up the road. Um, But yeah, so they lived in this hotel and we went in there. And again, I hadn't really been in there. And my gosh, I I didn't want to stay there for an hour. Never mind. It was like being on a ship. It was very odd. It smelled really very stinky. It was was very odd. But and we had five members of the audience, all of which were no, we had ten. Five members were um, you know, other acts, and then five were just really random sort of lone wolves. There was one couple who were having their first date after having a baby. You know, twenty months, twenty one months in. I have to say, it was a very odd night. We go from sort of performing to ten to performing to five hundred, which is what. we're doing over this weekend um so you know highs and lows Shirley highs and lows but I do come away from these gigs thinking this is hilarious what a night out you know I put my kids to bed well I don't even put my, I leave the house chaos inside and I just I just I laugh all the way back home you know anyway we've done it now and uh, there we are Clarendon Hotel and Blackheath do try it out it's called comedy rumblings rumble you will rumble you will Let's talk about the Met Ball forward slash Met Gala that took place last week. Okay, it is for those of you who don't know the most prestigious fashion event in the in the calendar held at the Metropolitan Museum of Art, and tickets very sought after. And this year's theme was gilded um, glamour. Um, I already have ideas of how I would have gone, but the most sort of talked about outfits were Kim Kardashian's, who turned up in um, actually wore. The dress that Marilyn Monroe wore in 1962, wow. a sort of a gold figure hugging piece. Now, when she tried it on a few weeks before the ball, it was too small. So she needed to lose 16 sure. pounds. So in three weeks, all she that ate... That is a huge baby. 16 pounds is an absolutely mahoosive baby. 16 pounds. She had she ate nothing but tomatoes and, did, and wore a sauna suit twice a day for three weeks to fit into Marilyn's dress to get the pictures on the red carpet that then what happened it. she got there put it on and fainted no she just she wore it and looked amazing and um delighted in telling reporters how she managed to get into the dress you can imagine it's impressive like, though it is but people are horrified just going that is not okay to normalize the fact that she's eaten tomatoes for three weeks and oh normal. i say congrats i, I say knew congrats if you can do it fair yeah. fucks to you that's what I do. Fair thanks to you. Why would you not congratulate someone who's just living off, you know, tomato puree for two weeks and putting on a sauna suit? I think it's absolutely, I think it's really impressive. I'm not going to do it. Are you yes. going to do it? Five million dollar dress. Yeah, well done. To fit into that dress. And there's a, just, the, you know, and then Cara Devine, Cara Delevingne rather. You're, you're so funny. Cara Devine and the um, Kim Kardashian. Yes, go on. Cara Delevingne yeah. probably wore more what I would wear. So she wore this sort of red blazer suit. And then um, sort of a velvet, velvet suit. And then took the blazer off and was just 
painted in gold and topless and then took her you know swung her jacket over her shoulder that's fabulous again that's fabulous I find that brilliant yeah so that would be the look I bet she was fit as a butcher's dog though that you have to be fit as a butcher's dog you know you have to have a completely flat stomach tiny little Parisian boobs no waist in order for that to work or oh uh, contraire you have to look like Tempo is that her name Tempo Tempo no that's the um, anyway that big that big black rapper singer that's what you have to look like one or the other you know, you either have to be really luscious lady or just um, Planko Wood, Planko Wood. No, I only saw Julia Corden, Nay Carey's outfit, and I thought she looked absolutely fabulous. Best I've seen her yet. Do you know the person that dresses her is like my pen friend, but on voice notes? Yes. It's, Tell us more. Well, she's, yeah, she dresses the stars and she has got this, a similar vestibular disorder to me. So we were connected We've never met each other, but we leave these long, lingering voice notes for each other. Sort of. You were connected voice- through Julia. Let's be clear to those who do not know through Julia Corden. We're connected through Julia Corden, yeah. who's a, who's an old childhood friend of ours who grew up Black Keith, no less. I'm sure she's been to the Clarendon in Hotel. the Clarendon. Yeah. <laughs> I know what I was about to say. I think she's definitely had a few functions at the Clarendon. Anyway, she connected us, another spinning friend in LA. We just leave these um, sort of long, lingering voice notes for each other sometimes it's sort of every day we leave four or five voice notes and we look forward to it because we're on weird timings you know I wake up I go oh she's left no yeah great and she's doing the same the other side and we just talk so about it's how a dizzy bit like dear diary today I've only yeah. had one attack today no attacks today no attacks and what what new remedies are you trying and I've heard of this guy in Ohio who mm. does this and then we just swap um stories and you know how many milligrams of propanolol are you on what supplements are you taking and then we just talk about you know and life can I ask has she had kids no but she's um okay. she, she would like to Okay, and, um, that's interesting, Shirley. Thank you for that. Thank you for that. You're welcome. Rihanna got married, didn't she? She got married to ASAP Rocky. A dollar sign, AP Rocky. He flashed his grills and his gold teeth in her face saying, will you marry me? She flashed hers back saying, I do. Um, and that was in a sort of a rapper's video. So that's fun, isn't it? <laughs> and the rest of the way of doing face. it. She got married in red. Again, all the costumes I see her in, I go, you know what? I think Shelley's got that in her wardrobe. Yeah, Shelley would wear that. Shelley I don't that know how costume. I feel about you likening me to Rihanna's wardrobe. Her outfits are very... No, no, listen, they're fun, they're fabulous, they're glitzy, and they're incredibly OTT. That's exactly what you would wear. I think that's spot on. Gosh, well, I suppose on the occasion I do go out. Did you go to a screening last night? I did go to a screening last night. Yes. Can you tell us a little bit about that, Shelley? And why were you there? I'm going to tell you a bit about my screening last night. So there is a film that has been acquired by Netflix. It's called, it's a very pithy title. It's the, it's lo- called... the title's too long for us to actually tell you over the, over, over, on our podcast. We haven't Go got on. the time. We haven't got the time, but it is the statistical probability of love at first sight. It will be, too it's long. been, yeah, it's been bought by Netflix. And I actually wrote all the British bridesmaid scenes um, in this film because it's an American which movie. Which is very good. Very um, good, Shirley. Which then all got cut. Oh, I saw last night. yeah, they got cut because they wanted to. So I, I said to the director, did you cut them because the performances weren't good or because the writing was bad? She says, no, sadly, we just needed to tell the story. And it's just oh, that's so sad. She, she fought for them, but she said they were getting in the way. It was almost a show in its in itself, you know, the British bridesmaids scenes. And yeah, they got cut. And actually, it just makes for much better storytelling. It's amazing. It's brutal. And I got shifted to one side. However, we must also tell our listeners that you and I appear in a scene teeny um, tiny little scene teeny little scene we're doing a dance we look horrific 
uh, but fabulously horrific. And it's for about three or four seconds. It's got Sally Phillips in it. And style it was. We have to explain why we were looking so horrific. It wasn't just us first thing in the morning, which is equally as horrific, but slightly different. It was us in sort of breeches and... Um, you know, um, I was wearing a sort of, uh, I looked like Henry VIII. I had a massive weave on. Shirley had a massive weave on. Our faces were painted blanc de blanc. Um, yeah, I'd, you know, knee-high socks, very funny shoes. I was also um, pregnant. Do you remember? I was three months pregnant. Yes. The only person I told was Shirley and possibly my husband. Shirley just told everyone, because I, I started to show quite quickly. Shirley told the other people who were in our scene or doing a similar scene that I'd just got terrible wind or that I'd eaten too many chickpeas over lunch so I just said I was I look really really rather um yeah you were really you were really big at three months and one of of our one of our sort of other ladies waiting to go on and do her bits just says so you've eaten too many chickpeas haven't you like that and I just laughed so hard I just thought wow no 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 you told her that I'd eaten too many chickpeas hence the fact I was so bloated anyway I didn't say anything and I found it very funny but we were we in the scene were we featured at least Shirley yeah we featured I saw us too I laughed and um yeah I I've got a few lines have have made the cuts but you know I wrote about six no it's it's good guys go and see it or watch it when it comes out Netflix they say it's been pitched Netflix believe it's going to be the rom-com of the year so wow guys it's definitely a one to watch one to watch I've got a very sweet story here for you Shirley the world's only non-umplets nine babies born at the same time are in perfect health as they celebrate their first birthday their father told the BBC they're all crawling now some are sitting on even walking when no, they're holding on to something no thanks so, so sweet Malawian couple um, they're still in the care in the clinic in Morocco, which is where they were born. Yeah, I remember telling the story on our, our do podcast you? a year ago. Yes. 26. The mother is 26. And they've already got a daughter from before. Such a sweet photo. Five girls, four boys. So sweet. Of course, they have to stay in the hospital. They can't def- They can't be let loose, can they? Who's going to look Nine after those? Oh, I can't. I can't even I know. Imagine. What a litter. I'm what sort a litter. of horrified. But yes, it's lovely. But I'm. Oh, I think horrified. it's lovely. I think it's really nice. And the nurses. Yeah, so they're just having their first birthday with just They the just nurses. have to be brought up in a museum or something, don't they? With sort yeah, of, of course they do. Um, 24-hour surveillance. And, and that older care. daughter, she's not going to get a look in, no, is she? Not Bless a look her. In. She's going to end up on the chair later therapy couch in the chair what kind of chair therapy. electric no, oh therapy electric. sure i knew you were thinking electric no well, i'm just thinking what kind of chair therapy. are you talking about in the chair you know Fine. The, modern, the modern chair so there we are well done them is what i say well done. imagine carrying those oh can't even can't even anyway well done them so there's a new app out it's currently the number one free app in the apple store in the u.s it's called it sounds like so like my cup of tea be real Oh, it's so you. Be real. And it's, and it's the, How's it spelled? No, no, no. It's actually spelled B-E space bar oh. R-E-A-L. Sure. Be real. I was so pleased, actually. There was someone around at my house the other day. My willing partner loves spelling out things so that my son can't understand. And she spelled out something and it went straight over my head. And uh, the, the, the friend that we, you know, it's a new friend, just looked at us both and said, I'm really sorry. I don't, I don't know what you just said. Um, so I was really pleased that it's not just me. Um, so Be Real is a sort of, yeah, it's the antidote to Instagram. So it requires um, you to send photos of what you're doing at a specific moment. So you get a notification and you have to take the picture of where you are at that specific moment. And it takes a picture of your face and the scene. And it's hilarious. These pictures are just, this is the real life of just people in squats, eating takeaways, watching shit TV, and then a picture of their unmade up face 
with several chins. And it's just, I can imagine, especially um, amongst the mother community in those early days. So I imagine it's an American app. Yeah, it's an American app. So they'll just ting you, they get, right, send your pictures now. So it's not, you don't even get to contrive it. You have to then have that really small window. Like I take a picture now, you'd see me talking to you. You'd see my messy bed. Um, the see, I think the Brits though, the Brits are much better at being real. They don't give a shit. They really don't care. Whereas the Americans would be horrified at what they're actually really doing. Well, it is, it's it's, it's yeah. American. So I think for the Brits, it isn't a far cry from the truth. I, I I can imagine, but I will check it out. Would should we sign up, Shirley? We're so good at this. I, 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 no, media. yeah, of course we're not going to. But I just think I would find that very amusing to see what people were doing in a specific moment. The real look, the here, the now, the here, the now. I'm desperately trying to get my three-year-old to do some extracurricular activities. I know he's at nursery and he does quite a lot there, but I really, really want him to go to dance school. There's a good one in Battersea called RAD, Royal Academy of Dance, and they just won't get back to me. And they say on the emails, please, 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 if you've sent in your application or registered, do not, do not probe us. It will actually um, serve you badly, you know. So anyway, I'm upset because I want him to do something else. Because what does your one do? I see there's some black ballet pumps in your hallway these days that belong to a little person I took him out I took him out he was behaving so badly well he was behaving so badly and disrupting all the other children and um, Miss Anita the teacher just it just wound her up she she sort of couldn't cope with him yeah he and he was really upset he was really upset he mourned ballet for some weeks but it's over now and he does little kickers but they need to move him up to mighty kickers but the timings don't work so I'm not interested in weekend classes because we like to go this away is the stuff. thing it's very difficult it's very very difficult because I can imagine a lot of you know fox does ballet fox does about ba- ba- fencing fox learns mandarin all these things and I actually just don't have the yeah I you're obsessed with fox aren't you you're obsessed I'm obsessed with fox because the other day I was walking Shelly and I went to see some properties in her local area don't ask why I'm not moving I'm just you know somewhere else and I but we saw this little boy and he was wearing sort of a gold bomber jacket these amazing glasses he had like um I don't know what like a chef's hat on some really funky trainers and I thought I bet that's box I surely went that's box I'm like of course it is of course it is and I, his, his father looked equally as fluid and wispy carrying flowers on one side I thought that is very very funny but I know I think fox has got a fantastic look and I'm sure he does all of these things all of these extracurriculars and I just feel terrible and slightly guilty and lazy for not sending my ones more although he is at nursery and does do teddy tennis on a Friday oh yeah I sort of tunes. think yeah I sort of think it's okay do because you because I do because at our nursery they every day they have a different activity like yes, so Friday's know, is yoga one day you know they it's it's enough every day there's something my one keeps asking to do dance and I'm not listening to his pleas you know it's bad that's why but you know what I mustn't feel guilty don't feel guilty this is not a wake up get things done feel guilty day um, you know what my willing partner does, and you could maybe what? maybe your willing partner could do it. Um, is she has um they have dance every day, so dance so usually ridiculous. before bed. So ridiculous. And they do dance in the morning. And they do dance just before bed, and all the. T- I think that's a very cool thing to do. I th- and I can really imagine her doing that. But my one, we don't have the time or the inclination. There's absolutely no. They dance downstairs. They listen to soft rock, or heavy rock, or classic rock. One of the rock. And, you know, my husband sort of throws my little one in the air and swings between his legs. They listen to all sorts of stuff from Bon Jovi to Van Halen and it's great. But no, my one wants to do ballet. He wants to do dance then wherever you may be. You know, he wants to do classic dance. Really, I'm up for him. And he's got the he's got the frame for it. He's got the frame for it. True, true. We're going to have to make it happen. I'm going to have to make it happen. Your winner, winner, Shirley. My winner, winner 
Shall I tell you what my winner winner is? I because I, as you know, I don't. My, my winning partner works evening, so we can't sort of invest in any shows that we would want to watch together. I can't watch it on my own. I have to wait for her, but she's never around. The weekend, one night, she was off. We watched the split, which is what we've been waiting to watch for ages, which I know is the most trashy sort of awful TV show that we're completely addicted to. We have been. It's the third series now. And I just, I'm back with the old characters and their terrible, terrible costumes. I don't know. I mean, costume on that show and design on that show are having an absolute Costumes? Problem. I haven't got a problem with their costumes. Oh, I just think they're terrible. They're so Debenhams or Next Directory. Oh, well, I see what you mean. Awful. Listen, I don't mind the costume. Anyone would think, listen, this, yeah. I mean, I think it's a very, very... I think it's ridiculous, but I too am addicted and I watch it by myself. It's so, it's so weird, isn't it? It's weirdly addictive. It's not, I mean, that scene where the three Defoe sisters go to the church mm. to try and get back the other sister's sort of dead husband's clothes from the chat. It's just so black. Is that a really a scene? And they, or, and they do slow motion with the Defoe women and then start, you know, spilling out loads of um, legal jargon. Anyway, it For those of you who haven't seen it, it's basically a, it's a drama. It's about a divorce lawyers who are going through a divorce. The lead is going through a divorce. She's very good. What's her name again? Nicola, Nicola Walker. Walker. And he is Steve Manigan. Manigan? Manon. Manon. Anyway, they're very good. I really enjoy them as a couple. I really, and as for his new, but anyway, if you haven't seen it, do watch it. It's incredibly trashy and it will sort of turn your brain into mush, but it's fantastic. Shelley's got a problem with the costumes. I don't. What's That's your, your winner, 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 isn't it? Yeah. Um, my winner, winner, I suppose, it? actually, is my um, garden. I think it's looking, my little tiny, little, tiny little piece of garden at the back is looking lovely. Ooh. My mother-in-law bought me um, a new sort of outside rug and we've changed the barbecue tables. We've taken out a panel and it just looks brighter. It looks sharper. It's nice. And actually in the wind, in the summer, I was thinking of putting out my son's teepee. It's nice just to have an outside space. So actually I'm very excited about sort of, you know, the summer coming and spending more time in the jardin. Dead I'm duck. excited about um, the barbecue you're going to host yeah. very soon. Yeah. Dead duck. You know, it should be that I went to a screening and all my scenes got cut, but I just didn't care because... I just said it makes for better storytelling. It's yes, this is the I way it should be. You. And I was just like, it's absolutely fine. And the little bit they did keep was very me anyway. It's just like, oh gosh, I so wrote that. And um, and I was just really chuffed to have been a part of it, to have got the gig, got paid quite handsomely. I won't get credited because I got a payoff and we do appear in it and it's going to be a massive net- Netflix um, hit. I mean, so Shelley, weirdly, I think this should actually be your winner winner, to be honest. I know, weird, but weirdly, yeah. weirdly, you should get upset because you go, because sadly all the bridesmaids were kind of cut you know if I if my writing was cut then their scenes were cut and that's kind of it's just the way of of filmmaking and any sort of process editing is 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 key brutal and it often it's brutal but it's often essential and so whilst it's a dead tuck it's also my winner winner yeah nice one Nice one. My Dead Duck is, again, strangely, it should be my winner winner. We're doing a gig over the weekend and it's a big gig. It's Cabaret versus Cancer. It's, it's a part of the Underbelly Festival and it's at Cavendish Square. And I'll be in front of a lot of the people and we're just doing um, sort of a tight 10 minutes. And it, the only reason why it's my Dead Duck is because I have a wedding to go to in the day. So I'm going to a wedding in the day in London and then I'm sloping off to go to a um to, to perform but it just means that it's just it, I won't be able to relax the whole day you know what I mean so you know obviously I'm professional I won't have a drink or I might just have one cheeky but you know what I mean so I'm just sort of not not I wouldn't like to say nervous but it's 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 kind of an unrelaxing weekend ahead mm, you know mm. but I think sometimes life is like that isn't it keep you on your tippy toes 
I have to apologize. I don't think the line has been terribly well. The cable connection is terrible at mine. I do apologize if if my um, comedy wife is coming in and out of um, focus, as it were. That's the way she likes it. She does it on purpose. She does it on purpose. My mother's ringing incessantly. I must answer her soon. Listen, guys, thank you so much for listening. Thank and, you. Um, we only have a few tickets left to our show on the 3rd of June at 2 o'clock at 2 North Down. We're very excited about it. So now is the chance yeah. to... Details um, below the blurb on, on the podcast app. Thanks so much for listening, guys. Tune Thank in to you. Tune out again. Bye, Shirley. You've been listening to Motherfunk with Shirley and Shirley, otherwise known as Joanna Carolan and Pascal Wilson, produced by Mabel Productions. Tune in and subscribe wherever you get your podcasts. Music